Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. So guys, I want to talk a little bit about relationships and self-love because so many people come into relationships not in love with themselves, but in love with the other person. So people walk into the relationships and they see that person and they get googly eyes. They feel like they have fulfilled their every need. They have transformed them into the person that they desire them to be. They're in love. They look good. They feel good around them. But when that person leaves, that person who is not in love with themselves, do not understand themselves, accept themselves and like themselves, then become shattered beings. They can't even look at themselves and without bay, they feel like they are nothing. So many women and men, let's keep it real, come into relationships broken. They come into those relationships begging and pleading for that person to stay, even though Mr. Man and Miss Woman is not good for them. They're not healthy for their souls, hearts, or minds. So they come in and they say, babe, you gotta stay. I'll do whatever you want. I'll be whatever you want. I'll accept whatever you do because I don't like me. They don't say it directly, but they're showing it. And so, so many people are in relationships so they can say that I'm in love because they have not been in love with themselves for a long time because they don't, they didn't, they look like they've been through, they have helped, they're holding on because they're tired of losing somebody. I remember being in a relationship with my children's father and being in the same position, holding on to him. Because I did not love myself. I didn't like myself. And it became an infection that spread throughout my entire family. Because you could see it. Right? See, I'm all about revealing the mess because I can never research the problem. And I said to myself, I'm not going to do that again. And so I got it too. After we, I finally let go of that relationship, I went on to be with someone else. And... It was almost the same pattern, except this time I was headstrong. I went into what I call Sandra Brown beast mode, which is the name of my mother. And I went into her beast mode where she was like, I love you, but I, I don't love you long time. <laughs> okay, meaning you're not going to play me for no sucker lollipop. So I was hard because, again, I was searching for myself. You come out of relationships and you go into another relationship. There is some collateral damn damage. Okay, that damage is written all over your face, even though you look good. And so I was at a meeting yesterday and it was a literacy meeting. And at the meeting, there was one man and everybody else was women, women there. And I was looking at each of the women there. And I saw and that's the writer in me. I can characterize people. Right. And I was listening to their phones going off. And I was listening to each woman tell their collateral damage without telling their collateral damage.
in a financial literacy class, I had discovered that every woman that was in that class with children, all of us had the same common denominator. We had children and we all had collateral damage. And so we were sitting in this workshop of financial literacy because we're trying to get out. We want to get our money right. We want to get our credit right. We 44, some of us were 30s in our 30s and 40s. And we want it out. But I saw a lot of pain in that room and I saw a lot of hurt because even though we was trying to get out, we want to get our money right and know how to budget and learn how to balance. And and, and, and dare I say, I have some savings. There was a part of it that I was listening to phone calls go up and, Bae, Bae, what the fuck you mean, Bae? I'm at a class, Bae. Damn, I call you when I get home. And then I heard that other call. You have a collect call from Department of Corrections. To accept this call, press one. To, <laughs> to such and such, press three. And the woman was on the phone in a financial literacy class. The woman was like, "Papi, I'm, Papi, I'm, I'm, I'm at a, I'm, I'm, I'm at a class." He like, "What the fuck? I only got one day to call you, and at one hour, half an hour, and this is my hour. I can't call you back. Give me my time." How many of you have been in a situation, and maybe you haven't, but you've heard those conversations, right? And so I was listening to these stories and then these women were having conversations talking about their men. I, and I was like, our collateral damage of relationships is real. Because sometimes we give so much to people we don't love. Can I say that again? We give so much to people that we really don't love, but we tolerate. We tolerate some of these dudes. We tolerate some of these females because if I stay by myself, I gotta deal with the pain. And let me tell you something, y'all. I'm telling you, cause I'm dealing with thyself right now. It is not beautiful. It is not pretty. You gonna cry some tears lonely cause you trying to figure out what's wrong with me how can I face this? How can I fucking deal with this? This is unreal that everybody else in America got a bae, got a man, got a husband, but I don't have one. So what's wrong with me? What's the missing pieces of me? And what did dude number one that I fell in love with? Because dude number one is the book that the very first person that you give the, the you do the you do the naked Nancy with. And the, and the hub, do the hubba bubba is the first one to leave damage. And so when I said that to my brother, he said, what? Nah, nah, she got to love herself. But what if she's never learned how to love herself? Because most women are growing up from mothers who don't know how to love themselves. So if, if I come in a relationship not knowing how to love myself and dude don't really know how to love himself, but he faking the funk, because dudes know how to funk, fake the funk. Here's the thing. Men can enter a woman in and out of a woman's pussy. He, you can give him head all day long, but he will not feel for you like you feel for him. 
Here's why he has entered into your soul. He has come inside of you. He has released a part of him inside of you. You have released your juices, but your juices don't go inside of him. It goes on the sides and around him. He is protected from what it is. All of his collateral damage of his broken soul goes inside of you. You carry pieces of him. No matter how much you wash out that JJ, if you slept with several men, his stuff is imprinted in your soul. So usually the first dude, and let's not talk about rape and incest, but I'm talking about the first person that you have decided to make love to and you're having sex with him out of love, he leaves an impact. So that dude that left the impact, also when he breaks your heart and he devastates you in the relationship and he cheats on you and he lies to you and he plays you for boo-boo the pool, he leaves collateral damage. And that collateral damage is forever and a day an effect on us. We carry it from relationship to relationship because we usually don't deal with the damage. As a matter of fact, some of us chase another boo. Now, there are there are friends of mine that have had long-term relationships. They've only been with somebody from the time that they've been a teenager to an adult. And they've married that person and they've lived this great life. But there's when she leaves him, there's damage. So most times, because she's seen her friends with the same collateral damage, she's not leaving her hubby. She's scared of shit to leave. She's shit scared. She's like, no, I ain't, I'm not leaving, boo-boo. I can't leave. I can't leave him. I can't stand him. I love, 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 love and Living Color, right? One of my favorite, all-time favorite comedy shows for the young heads in Living Color was with Keenan Ivan Waynes and the Wayne Brothers. They all did skits, and it was a couple that was sick, and she would try to kill him, and he would try to shoot her, and she'd try to beat him up and trip him and make him fall down the stairs, but at the end, they sit back in the chair and be like, but we still together. How many of you are still together because you are afraid of the after effect? You can't deal with the collateral damage. You don't want to leave because the collateral damage is real. I can't leave. I'm going to fight because if I leave, I got to deal with that damage. And I, I don't have time for that. I got bills to pay. I got rent. My rent and my mortgage is due. And my man, this is my man. I invested too much energy and I refuse. You got the I refuse, ladies. I refuse to leave him, which you should fight for your marriage. But sometimes we're fighting for things that are putting more damage on us and breaking us down in a way that we are so unfulfilled. And I can only speak for me. So let me speak for me. I stayed because I did not, I, I'm gonna tell you why I stayed. I stayed because I did not want my girls to, not, my children at the time to not have a father figure. That, that, it, it, it was, that was the number one reason. I don't want my kids not to have a father figure. Number two, I don't know how I think I felt like I wasn't pretty enough, smart enough. And who in the fuck is going to take care of me and all these babies? Right. I'm being real. And it, and it's, it, it sounds like I'm angry about it, but I am 
right? Because I'm more mad at me than him because I made a decision that impacted my life. The third reason I stayed was I was afraid to leave. Because the words that echoed is, who going to take care of you and want you after I done did what I did? I done left some damage on you. You got all these babies. And so that was fear. And I knew that the, the, the side effects of, of him would last me a lifetime. So this is my message to young girls and young women who just starting out, whether you're 12 or whether you're 22. If you give him permission, and I say this in almost every podcast, but it's true. If you give him permission to mistreat you, he will. If you allow him to call you out your name, he will. If you set the tone for him to abuse and take advantage of you, and if you take him back every time he has cheated on you, he will deplete you. He will deplete you, and it will take a hell of a long time to replenish you. So let me say that again. If you stay with him because you don't want to be alone, I promise you, every time he has hurt you, will leave a scar. Every time he's lied to you, will leave a scar. Every time he's cheated with you, cheated on you with another broad, it will scar you for the next relationship. Now, let me be realistic. I'm not saying you won't find a good man. I'm talking about you, boo-boo, not him. You will have a scar. You will have so many open wounds that when you get to that next man, you will cut him. Because you're shattering. You're not ready for his type of love. You're not prepared to even understand it because all you know is how bad he treated you. Or you will attract the same bad behaviors. Why do you think that women go out, go after men who abuse them over and over and over again? He just has a different game. And for, for the brothers out there, and, and it's it's... Most men don't know how to be, are never taught to be in a relationship because it, especially the dudes that, you know, I'm around a lot of guys, but my brother was brought up without a father figure, but he was brought up around a lot of guys who dated a lot of women. My brother um, still has that mentality. He'd be like, I'm not cheating because I tell them about each other. And I'd be like, <laughs> you cheat, dude. Either way. I'm not cheating because I told them each, I got this girl, this girl. I'm not committed to nobody. I'm I'm just I'm just here to fall. When we uh. <laughs> So this is kind of late night, so I felt like I could let loose a little bit about relationships because I was in a room in financial literacy and it actually scared me. It scared me that Women today are going that our daughters and our nieces and our, and our nieces are creating the same environments and bringing on the legacy that it's okay to be hurt and it's okay to be broken and it's okay to be in relationships where you don't require or obtain 
respect, and I can't, I can't get that for the life of me. If a man cannot recognize the blessing that you are to him, get rid of him. Because most men know when they got a good woman. Most young boys know when they got a good girl. She's cooking you dinner. She's making you feel good. She's 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 playing. She's not playing you. She's relaxing your mind and your mental state. She when you come around her, you find peace. So you don't want to leave from being up under her. When you are having a conversation with her, she shakes the entire soul. She shakes your entire soul. Things she say. You rather listen to her than listen to your mama. That's a good woman. She go and ride and die in, in almost any situation. But let me just say this to the brothers and, and young men. Just because a woman rides and die for you doesn't mean that she's a good woman. Can I say that again? Just because a woman rides or dies for you does not make her a good woman. A good woman is not going to entertain your bad behavior. So if you're doing some fuck shit and you go into jail repeatedly and she entertaining that, she is an enabler and she's afraid of losing you. Period. She don't want to be alone and she don't love herself enough to let you go. Just because a woman rides or dies for you and she bringing up packages and she this and she she's selling drugs for you in jail and getting arrested, that don't mean she loves you. That means she's your enabler. Because if a woman really, really loves you, she's going to empower you. She's not going to enable you. She's going to empower you. And sometimes empowering you may mean that no nigga, I can't help you do that bad shit. I'm not going to let I'm not going to let the system take my man and put him in jail and if that's what you want to be, then you don't need me. See, we got life so fucking twisted. Girls have got it so twisted in their head that they think that relationships is about being with a guy who doesn't respect them. That doesn't respect himself. That's, that, that's scary. Some of y'all are in these relationships knowing good and hot Jesus Christ that he not ready for you. That he don't love himself enough so you're staying. You're riding and dying in this relationship and you're not even happy with him. And let me tell these guys one more thing and then I'm going to end this. Every woman that rides or dies, dies for you, sometimes she needs to take control of you. Some women have to control you. So if she did all this, believe me, you're going to have to pay up, nigga. <laughs> you're going to have to pay up, big daddy. Whether it be penis, whether it be loyalty, whether it be commitment, and she ain't going to never let you leave. And just as well as she wrote or died for you, she might kill you. She going to do whatever it is. She going to sabotage every relationship, cause you drama with your baby mama. She going to cause you pain. She going to make sure you can't leave. She going to slit the tires when you're going out with your boy. She going to break up friendships. She going to cause 
destruction so that you can only be with her. And that woman is a damaged woman. That woman is a dangerous woman. So you guys think that, oh, she she doing whatever I say. She riding or dying. You better watch out for who is riding and dying for you because everybody that's riding and dying for you does not have your best intentions. Everybody who's sticking by you needs to let you know that, listen, I got one up on you. I did all this for you, not out of love, but out of control. I did all this so I can enable you to never grow, to never be the man that you're supposed to be because if I control you, I own you. So let me say that again. If I control you, I own you. Think about it. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to me today. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Law Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. You can follow me on Instagram, TamLovesToWrite39. You can also follow me on, guys, check this out. You can follow me on Twitter, TamLovesToWrite. You can follow me on Facebook, Tam Loves to Write. You can also read my blogs on Medium. Guess what? Tam Loves to Write. Friday Music Hype. Thank you guys so much. I know that when I usually do these things, I do them about 20 minutes, but I'm going to start putting some of the best parts of my podcast on IGTV. Um, I, I just downloaded an um, wave so that you guys can listen. Um, and listen to the short versions, the points that I know are valid and make and can change somebody. So guys, think about that. Know what's damage, what is collateral damage. Know what woman is broken. Know what man is broken. Know that everything and everybody that rides or dies for you is not good for you. So guys, have a blessed day. Bye-bye.